Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. of Johnson's Wax for Home and Industry present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. When a dog bites a man, it's no news. But when a woman gets mad enough to bite a dog for running across the kitchen floor every day with his muddy feet, there's only one answer, Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to protect the linoleum and keep it clean and beautiful. Floors that are protected with glow coat are easy to keep clean. The pup's muddy footprints are easily removed. Spilled things are quickly wiped up with a damp cloth. The regular use of glow coat makes linoleum last six to ten times longer, besides saving you so much work. Glow Coat, as you know, is self-polishing. It needs no rubbing or buffing. Dries in 20 minutes to a beautiful, sparkling polish. For old or new linoleum, there's really nothing so helpful as Johnson's self-polishing Glow Coat. dangerous age in a man is when he wants to start fixing things around the house. And the house we have in mind is at 79 Wistful Vista, the residence of Fibber McGee and Molly. Now, let me see. What can I work on first? Oh, I know. I'll go up on the roof and put up a new aerial. Oh, fine. Well, what's the matter with that? We need one. If we don't fix that aerial, we might as well give up hope. Say nothing, Alum and Abner and Gildersleeve. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful idea, dearie, but why do you let it go for three years and then do it on a day when the roof is a solid sheet of ice? How do you know the roof is icy? You been up there? No, but I walked to the market this morning. I walked to the market. Yeah? And I did more fancy skating on my galoshes for free than Sonia Henney ever did for 10000 a week. <laughs> well, shucks, if I can't work on the air... Oh, I know. I'll fix that loose board on the back steps. I fixed that two weeks ago, McGee. You did? I had to before Beulah caught pneumonia. Well, that's a... How can anybody catch pneumonia from a wobbly step? By doing a nosedive into a basket of wet laundry once a week. <laughs> Poor Beulah, you know... Well, she... I gotta do something. I just can't sit around. I got too much pent-up energy today. I'll tell you what. I'll put a new pane in the basement window. Which basement window? That one I busted last week when the handle flew off the hammer. I was using to hammer the hammer handle back on the other hammer. <laughs> 
The man put a new glass in that window day before yesterday, sweetheart. Did he leave any putty laying around? Well, I... If he did, I can fix that hole in the plaster in the hall that I made when I was showing Doc Gamble how to swing a brassy. <laughs> that also has been repaired. Oh, shucks. Look, McGee, if you're so full of pep and vitality, why don't you... Oh, I know. Tune the piano. I've always wanted to tune a piano. <laughs> Help me take the top off the piano, Molly. Oh, McGee, stop. now, please. You're always wanting to tune the piano, and you don't know anything about tuning a piano. Well, what's the matter? Don't you want me to do anything? You want me to just lay around the house like a bum? Did you ever tune a piano? No, but I've watched guys do it. It's a cinch. You just take the top off the piano, see? Then you turn a wrench on them little knobs while you tap on one key over and over and over and over. Yes. And when everybody rushes out of the house to get away from the noise, you put the top back on the piano and look around for the cigars. <laughs> Listen, you better stick to the mandolin, dearie. You couldn't stay on pitch shinnying up a pine tree. <laughs> Well, doggone it, I gotta have an outlet for all this energy. I got an urge to do something constructive. I wanna build something for somebody. Sit down and build yourself a lap. <laughs> Here, here's a book of crossword puzzles. You can work on those. No, I'll... sir, I'm too restless. I feel like I want. Hey, I. Oh, no. I can do that later. What? Take down the Christmas tree. <laughs> now, don't be hasty about that, McGee. It's only the 23rd of January. We can tie some cherries on it and throw a Washington's birthday party. Well, isn't there anything I can fix or build for anybody around here? I want to do something. I can't think of anything, dearie. Maybe Beulah needs something done. Oh, Beulah? Beulah? Somebody ball for Beulah? <laughs> Yeah, Beulah, you got anything needs fixing? Yes, I sure have. Mm -hmm. My crystal needs a new wristwatch. <laughs> you mean your wristwatch needs a new crystal, Beulah? No, ma'am. <laughs> I dropped it in the snow this morning, ma'am, and all I could find of it was the crystal. <laughs> My gosh, that's too bad, Beulah. Was it valuable? No, sir, not awful valuable anyway. <laughs> it, it had a prescription engraved on the back of it to say... <laughs> Presented to Wilbur T. Undertrig for 25 years faithful service in the employ of the Wistful Vista Surface Line. <laughs> <laughs> Wilbur probably had to hock it to pay the rental on the tuxedo we wore at the banquet where they presented the watch to him, huh? <laughs> Where'd you get it, Beulah? From Mr. Wilbur T. Undertrig, sir. Didn't he like it, Beulah? No, ma'am. He said, Beulah, he said, you keep this here TikTok to remind you never to work for no public futility 25 years. <laughs> He say when you get to that age, there's liable to close up the works and lay off the hands. Oh. <laughs> well, I was just wondering if there was any odd jobs around the house I could do, Beulah. I'm full of energy today. Got a lot of pep. Muscles are jumping around like a bag full of frogs. You got something for him to spend all that ambition on, Beulah? Well, let me think, ma'am. Hmm. Uh, is you, is you had any experience fixing washing machines, sir? What do you mean, have I had any experience with them? I invented one. The McGee Modern Mangle with the built-in hanger-upper. With the built-in what? Hanger-upper. I designed a washer that washed clothes, wrung them out, and strung them on a line. Had a gadget that fed a clothesline into one side of it, and it'd pin the clothes on the line and feed it out the other side through the window and out into the backyard. 
Well, for goodness sake, Mr. McGee. Sure. That sure sounds like a wonderful idea. Thing like that, it sure make a monkey out of Monday. Whatever became of this brainchild, McGee? I'm still working on it. Designing a time clock attachment that'll bring the clothes back in after eight hours and iron them. <laughs> you gonna sew buttons back on too, sir? Well, natch. Natch. What's the matter with the washing machine, Beulah? Bad manners, mostly, ma'am. Bad manners? Yes, ma'am. Every time you take the top off to look in, it slap you with a wet shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't be blamed for that, Beulah. That's the only way a washing machine can wave its arms. And why should a washing machine wave its arms, Mr. Bones? Well, my gosh. If you'd been frozen as long as washing machines have, you'd be pretty cold yourself. Has <laughs> she been frozen like a washing machine? <laughs> Love that man and I'll fix it myself. Billy Mills from the orchestra and Broadway Rhythm. See, I might For goodness take... sakes, dearie, stop pacing up and down. You got me as nervous as a 20-mule team with a Republican driver. I can't help it, Molly. I got too much energy today. I'm trying to think of something constructive to do. Why don't you clean out the hall closet? I can't. Why? My mandolin's got a busted G-string. Well, what's that got to do with it? Everything. Whenever I clean out that hall closet, I come across my mandolin. Yes? Naturally, I sit down and... Few minutes and tear off a few selections. Yeah. Like Pretty Red Wing and Rock Maninoff's Prelude. Sounds awful with no G string. Did you ever hear Rock Maninoff's Prelude without a. Well, I'm afraid that's not a proper question. Yeah. I'm afraid you're right. Look, uh, why don't you go shovel the snow off the, 
Oh, hello, Alice. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Mr. McGee. Oh, hi, Alice. Hey, you got any odd jobs of work you need done, kid? Something requiring superhuman energy, a keen intelligence, and a mass of muscle? Such as uh, sharpening a pencil, Alice, or winding a clock? Well, I can't think of a thing, Mr. McGee, unless you want to put a hook on the inside of my bathroom door to hang a bathrobe on. Why, McGee, you promised to do that a year ago. I never noticed that he hadn't done it, Alice. Completely slipped my mind, girls, completely. <laughs> Where do you hang your bathrobe now, Alice? On the doorknob, but mm -hmm. it drags on the floor that way. Oh, my gosh, I can fix that easy enough. Bring me your bathrobe and a pair of scissors. <laughs> See, the doorknob's about 36 inches from the floor. I'll cut 37 inches off your robe and it'll hang an inch clear. <laughs> I don't know why you women can't think of these things. It just takes a little imagination. Look, huh? Wouldn't it be simpler just to lower the bathroom floor about three feet? <laughs> oh, no, Mrs. McGee. If the floor was lowered three feet, the cord of the ceiling light would be too high to reach. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true, Alice. Of course, you could carry a flashlight, but it's awful hard to get batteries. Oh, gee, I'm sorry to be so much trouble, Mr. McGee. Oh, not at all, Alice, not at all. Happy to do anything to make you comfortable here. How's that north window of yours since I fixed it? Have any more trouble getting it open? Oh, not a bit, Mr. McGee. Uh, that's nice. But now I can't get it closed. <laughs> huh? Oh. Maybe I'd better put that hook on the bathroom door myself. Uh, listen, I'll do it, Alice. Don't you worry about it. Well, anyway, that isn't the kind of a trivial little job I'm looking for right now. I want to do something big, constructive. Something that will last. Well, uh, why don't you bake a cake, Mr. McGee? The other one you made lasted for weeks. Oh, <laughs> He wants to do something muscular, Alice. Oh, I have just the thing. Are you strong in the shoulders and arms, Mr. McGee? Why, Alice? What have you got that calls for simple brute force? Pure peasant strength. My fountain pen. I can't get the cap off. I'll run up and get it. <laughs> fountain pen. That's child's play. What I need is something to work off this excess energy. I feel so strong, I fight myself. Really? Why, I slapped myself silly just putting shaving lotion on my face this morning. Well, until this sudden surge of physical strength fades away, pet, you'd better open doors and things with your left hand. No, that's no solution, kiddo. I'm just as powerful with either hand. Matter of fact, I'm thinking of writing a book about that. Entitled what? Forever Amber. Dexterous. <laughs> you get it? Amber, Dexterous, the pun involved... Hey, is... funny, McGee. No? I liked it because it was topical. A topical joke is always... Hi, folks. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. Feel my muscle. What? Feel my muscle. My, my biceps. Ain't that marvelous? Just developed this morning. <laughs> it isn't quite so impressive when he hasn't got his shirt sleeves rolled up under his coat, Mr. Wilcox. What have you been doing, pal? Signing up for a course of training with Charles Atlas? No. Nope. Just reached a peak of physical perfection, Waxy. Muscles toned up, eyes clear as a bell, complexion ruddy, hair full of electricity. Tummy full of wheat cakes? Well, personally, I always feel that way. Oh, yeah? Why, compared to me, Junior, you're a weakling. You're big and flabby. I'm the wiry type. Wiry and well insulated. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you've got it, what are you going to do with it? Trying to find a job of work that'll work off a little energy, Junior. All the odd jobs around here are too trivial to monkey with. I gotta use my muscles on something constructive or... Hey! You know how to Indian wrestle? Yeah. Swell. I'll Indian wrestle you for 50 cents. Right. Here, Molly. Here's my fault. Now, nah, wait a minute, boys. Leave us not have no assault and battery. This is just... Oh, Indian wrestling ain't...
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Island Molly, just a matter of balance and psychology. You ready, Junior? Go. Yep. Watch it now. Oh. oh! My goodness, McGee, how did you do that? Are you hurt, Mr. Wilcox? Oh, oh. Gosh, I hope I didn't bust his arm. I don't know my own strength today. Get up, Junior. Here, let me help you up. Oh. Oh. It's beautiful. What on earth? What's beautiful? This floor. What have you got on it? Johnson's wax? Why, yes, but... Why, it's magnificent. See how the Johnson's wax brings out the beauty of the wood. Feel that protective film that seals the pores of the wood against dust and dampness. Imagine that guy forfeit 50 cents and let you half kill him just to work in that plug for Johnson's. <laughs> Junior, I'm amazed. Glad to meet you. I'm Wilcox. <laughs> I represent S.C. Johnson yes, and Son. Yes, we know. Makers of the finest protective waxes that money can buy. Johnson's wax is the favorite of housekeepers all over the world because it makes housework so easy. Get up off the floor, Waxy. Keeps the home so clean and sparkling, protects wood, leather, and enamel surfaces against... Harlow, snap out of it. It's us, Fibber and Molly. Say, he must have stunned himself when he fell. Mr. Wilcox. <sighs> <sighs> Where am I? You're in Racine, Wisconsin. I am? Gee, I better tell the sales manager I'm here. <laughs> look, if you ever get to Wistful Vista, folks, look me up. Well, for goodness sakes, did you throw him down that hard, McGee? Nah, he was faking. That big lunkhead let me throw him on purpose. Where's his 50 cents? Well, he absentmindedly took it out of my hand when he left. Absent-mindedly, my clavicle. That sharpshooter never left... Come in. Well, my goodness, Dr. Gamble. Hello, Molly. Hello, migraine. <laughs> migraine? Yes, you go against it. <laughs> you better go easy with him, doctor. He's as full of pepper as a Mexican blue plate. He wrestled Mr. Wilcox and threw him clear to Racine, Wisconsin. He ought to be in condition. Every time he gets out of a chair, he wins a weightlifting contest. <laughs> Careful there, bone bender. Don't quit me today. I'm just in the mood to give you the old one-two. One-two is right, Sonny. One pass at me and you spend two weeks in the fracture ward. What goes with you, anyway? How'd you get so healthy all of a sudden? Well, he simply woke up with a vest full of chest. Doctor. <laughs> Terrific energy today, Doc. Old heart's got a beat like a slap bass. <laughs> take off your shirt. Nah. There you go again. Take off your shirt. Can't take a person's word for feeling good unless you drag out the old stethoscope and have yourself an organ recital. <laughs> He's all right, Doctor. Heavenly days, can't a man feel full of good cheer and ambition without being sick? Not this little man. Anytime that sourpuss turns sweet, I reach for the fever chart. Well, don't worry your old fat head about me, Quack Jack. <laughs> Trouble with you is you can't stand seeing anybody feeling healthy. For you, a full bottle of pills means an empty day. 
Oh, I wouldn't go so far as to say that, McGee. Well... The doctor never treated you for anything you didn't have. I treated him for $40 once, and he didn't have that for about 10 months. <laughs> and I still think you overcharged me on that, too. My gosh, 40 bucks. I only had that pneumonia in one lung. <laughs> And what a wonderful patient you were, too. The whole staff at the hospital hated to see you leave when you did. Did they really, Doctor? Yes, they wanted to toss him out on his gluteus maximus ten days sooner. <laughs> now look, muscle-bound, just what are you planning to do to work off this magnificent burst of vitality? I don't know, kid. Been trying to find some job around here that'd really be constructive. I'm in the mood to build something, to try and... Well, something that would... Hey, did I ever show you the plans I drew up for a jet-propelled bicycle? You never even showed me, McGee. And where are they? Why, they're right here in the hall. <laughs> well, there's the job you've been looking for, Lemonhead. Yeah. Gotta straighten out that closet one of these days. The King's Men and the Oceana Roll. Back in 1911, vaudeville was in its heaven. Everyone was doing it, doing it, doing it. Everyone was frivolous and gay. Comedians in baggy pants were followed by precision dancers Then upon the stage at a slightly smaller wage Appeared the old quartet And in a style you can't forget They'd open up and sing the Stuff back in. <laughs> I didn't want to waste all this energy on a simple job like that. 
Well, while you dream up something constructive to batter your biceps against, I'll go upstairs and do some mending. Okay. If you hear me scream, just ignore it. There's a hole in my thimble. <laughs> ah, there goes a good kid. There isn't another wife in the world that'd put up with me, even if it was legal. <laughs> the way she goes along with my little moods is one of the most... Come in, come in, come in. Hi, mister. Oh, hello there, teeny. To what do we owe the pleasure of this visit to our humble abode? What's an abode, mister? Hmm? <laughs> an abode is a house, sis. We call it that because it's a boat half paid for. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> it was a pun, I bet you. A pun? So what? You one of them highbrows that sneers at a pun because you didn't think of it yourself? No, but my daddy says a pun is the lowest form of humor. Oh, he does, mm -hmm. he? He's probably one of them guys that thinks a hot foot is a priceless bit of wit. Mm -hmm. But you didn't answer my question, sis. Why aren't you in school? Oh, school's closed on account of an epidermis of measles, I bet you. <laughs> Not epidermis, sis. Epidemic. Hmm? Epidermis is skin. Where do you think you get the measles, mister? <laughs> Touche. Hmm? I says touche, sis. Uh. That's a Spanish word meaning you got me, pal. Why aren't you out playing? It's a wonderful day. Well, gee, mister, I couldn't find any of the kids, and the playground stuff is all put away for the winter, and I guess I didn't want to go see anybody in particular, so I came to see you. <laughs> well, that's a very... Hey, you say the playground stuff is all put away for the winter? Mm-hmm. You like to play on trapezes and swingses and turning poles and stuff? Gee, I love it, mister, but in the winter you can't... Sis, I think you were sent here by Providence. I was not. I bet you it was my own idea. <laughs> I mean, you're the answer I've been looking for. You got a big basement? No, but my daddy says when I get to be middle-aged, I'll no, have... No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, in your house. You got room in your basement for some playground stuff? Gee, sure we have, I bet you, but what you Sis, mean... how would you like it if I built you a trapeze and a swing and a turning pole and some stuff right in your own basement? Oh, <laughs> oh gee, mister, that'd be super. Carmody, when are you going to do it, mister? When you, when you, when you... Right now, sis. Stand by while I gather up a load of tools. Oh. Now, let's see now. I'll need a hammer and a rope. Is that a ripsaw? No, Teeny, this is a crosscut saw. What made you think it was a ripsaw? On account you ripped your pants in four places, or <laughs> You can't do this stuff without a few mishaps, sis. Now, let's see. Better put this brace right here. Ah, phew. <laughs> now, one more brace on this swing, it'll be all finished, sis. Yeah. Better three hours' work I never did in my life. You were just wonderful to do it, mm -hmm. mister. I take back everything my daddy ever said about you. <laughs> Believe me, these things are built in here to stay. You couldn't drag them out of here with a bulldozer. Now, let's see. Hey, mister. Look at Look what I can do. Huh? Looky, I can hang by my knees. Well, that's very good, sis. I had a distant relative once that learned to hang by his neck. <laughs> for fun, mister? No, for stealing a horse. Ah, now, there you are, Teeny. It's all finished. 
You now got a set of athletic equipment that ought to last you till you're 82. Oh, gee, thanks ever so much, mister. Why are you so nice to me, hmm? Oh, I don't know. I guess it's because you kind of remind me of my wife. Oh? <laughs> Besides, it was a privilege, sis. All day long, I've been looking for a good, constructive job like this. Something to use up my energy. And believe me, I did it. <laughs> I've used up my energy for the next seven weeks. Boy, am I tired. Whew. Your shirt is ringing wet, mister. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Really worked up a sweat, didn't I? Oh, you mustn't say that, mister. That is a nice. Huh? My teacher says horses sweat, men perspire, and women glow. Oh. You tell your teacher that when a man works like a horse, he can sweat if he wants to. <laughs> Help me gather up these tools, will you? Sure. Oh, boy, that was really quite a chore, mm-hmm, sis. I'll tell you. I hope you enjoy using the trapeze and the swinging stuff. Oh, gee, I will, I bet you. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask my daddy if I can stay up late tonight and play down here. Oh, you don't have to do that, sis. You'll have plenty of time to use it. This stuff is built to last. It'll be here a long, long time. Yes, but we won't, I bet you. Huh? We're moving tomorrow. Huh? <laughs> oh, whoops. You dropped your screwdriver, mister. If a man is known by the company he keeps, is a housekeeper known by the house she keeps? I'm sure you know better than I that the answer is yes. There are certain homes that just seem to have more charm than others, a friendlier gleam that you feel the moment you enter. What makes that extra something? It's not expensive furnishings. No, it's first of all good taste in selection and arrangement, and second, it's good care with wax. It's really remarkable what regular polishings with genuine Johnson's wax will do for the appearance of your home. Floors, furniture, and woodwork take on extra beauty that increases and mellows with each waxing. Windowsills, Venetian blinds, ornaments, lampshades, and picture frames, all are more beautiful for their protective shield of Johnson's Wax. And all of these things are easier to keep clean because dirt and dust does not readily cling to waxed surfaces. In fact, when you practice protective housekeeping by the regular use of Johnson's Wax, you're saving yourself many hours of work all through the year. Ladies and gentlemen, the March of Dimes is on. Your dimes, all the dimes you can spare, from one to a million, are desperately needed to fight infantile paralysis. This is the most viciously cruel disease that can strike at children, and you can help in the fight against it. Yes. Send your uh, contribution, the most generous contribution you can, to the March of Dimes, White House, Washington, D.C. Don't be ashamed to send one dime, and don't be afraid to send a thousand. When you get out of bed in the morning, think of the children who can't. Good night. Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson Wax Finishes for Home and Industry, inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.